what's up? What's up? It's your girl Talisha, aka Queen Lee, Lily Ashley in the building. And I got my girl Sierra. Yo, this is Sierra, aka C Monet in the midday, and we bring to you today a, a daily, daily vibe. vibe. Yes. And so we're actually gonna be bringing you a couple of topics today. So we're gonna be bringing you um, how to find your purpose, uh, removing people from your your life peacefully, hopefully, and then uh, your latest news and then your current news and anything else that we have moving forward. Real big. Real big, I know one day I would do it real big, real shit, real shit. I know what my real niggas feel is nighttime, low song, and even see the stars, but we still wish real shit, real shit. Who would ever thought that we would build this? So, rumors have been floating the internet that Moneybag Yo and Megan Thee Stallion have called it quits, y'all. Fans believe that Moneybag Yo allegedly impregnated a stripper, and that's why Megan Thee Stallion and him have split ways. Now, some believe it to be true, as we have seen Megan make what seemed to be two subliminal posts, where she states in her captions, I'm the type to pull your car so little nigga don't bet me. Please don't bet me. And I don't even chase liquor. Why would I chase a nigga? Now, That's Megan. That's my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> now, Megan has not come out about the relationships as whether her and Moneybag Yo have officially called it quits. But Moneybag Money Yo responded to the rumor and said that it was not true. He didn't clarify if him and Megan were still together. Only time will tell. But he was on Instagram posting a few things about um, the relationship possibly being fake. It was all for publicity, it was a stunt. Um, and only time will tell if these two were actually really broken up or if the relationship was real at all. Now, what we did hear is that Megan Thee Stallion bought Moneybag Yo a necklace that was worth $150,000, That was a, a love gift from her to him where it had a love note attached to it. So, I'm thinking if, if I'm in a publicity stunt now... Why would I be buying a man a $150,000 necklace? Right. Hmm. Right. So, we want to know what y'all think. Head over to our IG. Let us know what you think about this situation. We'll be discussing this with you guys. Oh, yeah. I also felt like, honestly, that was a publicity stunt. But, I mean, who am I? Literally, who am I? I'm just <laughs> one of the people. So, I felt like, I mean, yeah. she know what the fuck she doing. She yeah. grown as hell. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really feel no type of way about it because at the end of the day, she knew that she's young. She's, you know, she has a whole life ahead of her. So, yep. you know, Money Bag Girl was just really the beginning of her career and, like, who she, ha- who she has and who she possibly can reach out and want to be with. Yep. So, you know. That and that's, you know, that's that's facts. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you know anything about Megan, then you know, like, this is what she preaches about. That This is what she raps about. Yeah. Um, not saying that every rapper follows the lifestyle that they that they set on their music. But, you know, I feel like if you're going to rap and you're going to talk about some real shit, might as well talk about some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Things that you went through. But we shall see. There's more to come to that. Yeah. And we will be bringing you updates as we get more. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about it. 
Next Monday, the Cowboys played the Giants. Yes, 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 yes. I can't Woo! wait. I cannot fucking wait. Yes, like this is going to be something big, especially with them um, beating the Eagles. Yeah. Last week at Buffalo. Yeah, they too. They was too big-headed. They was way too fucking big-headed. Yeah. So I felt like that was something that humbled them, their asses, real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that put them in the... Four for four in the yeah. division. Yeah. So um, the Cowboys do need to win this on Monday night so that they can remain first place in the vision in the division. Yeah. Um, definitely, if they decide to win against the Giants, that would improve them to be four and zero oh in NFC East. Yes, that's the goal. That's the goal. You know. Yeah. <laughs> this is my team, the underdogs. You know, we coming to get it. Hopefully, hopefully. So yep. you know. Yeah, so we'll wait to see what happens on Monday. <laughs> we gonna so. see what happens, y'all. You know, I kind of sat down on football after Kaepernick did his thing. I was really fully supporting that because I felt like it was important. But I kind of found myself migrating back to football. Don't judge me. Yeah, it's um, okay. It's okay. It's okay. I haven't been watching it this season though, so yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can stand on that. Okay, you stand on your word, honey. Okay, but I'm definitely gonna be watching my boys. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna be watching them. Make sure that they are doing what the fuck they need to do because we be falling short sometimes on the games that we really be fucking needing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all games we need. So if yeah, at true. any point we lose a game, I feel like we we losing out on some some shit. So another division game that we should have fucking yeah. made it. Yeah, that's very true. So. You guys, we'll be talking about that further on the next episode so y'all, we can give you some updates on that game. Yeah. But also, if y'all want to discuss the game with us as well, feel free to go DM us at, on Instagram at A Daily Vibe. Yes, and y'all make sure y'all go ahead and follow us too. Yes. It's the at sign underscore A Daily Vibe. Yes. Y'all go ahead and follow us. Go follow us and we will follow you back and we are here to discuss any content that you may hear from us that y'all want to hear. Um... But last but not least, in current events this week, we did lose the late, great John Witherspoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This that was a was, hard loss. That was a hard one. That I feel like we, we grew up with him. We grew yeah. up with him. We grew yeah. up with him. So, I feel like I knew him, in a sense. That was my yes. uncle. That was my grandpa. Everybody that was, like, somebody that I knew. So, I feel like, damn. <laughs> you know, we lost him. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Now, they say Mr. Witherspoon died on um, October the 30th, um, leaving behind his surviving wife and two sons. Now, while we remember him for all of his hilarious pain and painting your side jokes and notions, he was known to be a sweet, light-tempered person who loved to laugh and who also was known to have a heart of gold. We have seen an outpour of love and acknowledgments from Hollywood, from his Hollywood family and from his personal family. Now, while we remember him for all of his hilarious pain in your side jokes mm-hmm. and notions, he was known to be a sweet, light-tempered person who loved to laugh. He was also known to have a heart of gold. We've seen an outpour of love and acknowledgments from his Hollywood family and his personal family. While again, he will be greatly remembered for his many endeavors to motion screen and bringing laughter to our hearts, this is an extreme loss, and we will greatly miss you, Mr. Witherspoon. You are a legend. Yeah, he's most definitely a legend. Um, yes. In my eyes as well. So I just feel like 
we grew up with that man. Like, yeah. you know, we saw the movies that he came out yeah. with, the shows that he was in yeah. um, for years, for years. Yeah. And so I felt like that was a great, great loss, especially since he was still working up until, you know. His, his, to 77 years until old. He until he died. Until he died. You know, yeah. he never retired. And one thing I could say about John Witherspoon in my household, John Witherspoon was me and my sisters and my brothers, like, that was who we laughed at. That's who we watched. We watched Wayans Brothers every single night. Mm-hmm. Like, there was not a day that it was missed. And we watched repeats over and over again to see, you know, the Wayans at, react with John Witherspoon. Because that was that seemed like family to us. You know, mm-hmm. it felt mm-hmm. like we knew them personally just by watching them every day. And again, watching him on the boondocks. Knowing that that's his voiceover. And yeah. seeing him in Friday. And seeing him in all of the Friday series, you know, we kind of, we grew up with him. Yeah. So it's like, it is a hard loss. It's a big loss. Yeah. He was definitely a living legend. And now he's a legend and an ancestor. Yes. And I hope that he rests peacefully. Yes. Um, he lived power. a very, he lived a very long life as well. We cannot forget that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we got to hope that we even get to that age. Girl, true. That's yeah. true. Because, I mean, at the Raiders, looking at our generation, probably won't see past 60. Yeah. I'm just being real. I mean, being that's real. how it's looking. That's yeah, how it's that's really how looking. It's looking right now. But, you know, again, our condolences go to the family of Mr. Witherspoon and then to his Hollywood family as well. We know you are all grieving. And on that note, we are going to go ahead and get into our daily topics. are definitely in a time where it feels like, you know, we just need to get to do what the hell we need to do and maximize our gifts and be able to use what the hell we know and what we are, you know, doing. Because at the end of the day, we want to be able to find our purpose. You know, we want to be able to, you know, have, make our ancestors proud. Yes. We we really want to be able to use the blueprint that they have already got and gave to us mm-hmm. and then be able to you know literally find our purpose and to find what the hell we can do from this and make it better and to really expand and maximize that shit because you know this generation here i feel like we have so many ways in which we can we can maximize our gifts in so yep. many ways that we can actually monetize off that shit though yeah because a lot of you know back then you you just had a thought or something somebody just listened to what the hell you had to say and that was it yeah, You know, nobody was really paying attention to, okay, I have ideas, dreams, I have, you know, this, that, and the third that I want to do. Yep. And, you know, so it's kind of hard, I feel like, in this generation where you feel like you want to step outside of the box and to figure out what the hell exactly it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know? It is. And, and, and I think a lot of people get purpose misconstrued, too, because you have to understand with that, a lot of us, like, I can't speak for everybody else. I knew that I found my purpose at 20, 21. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I always had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I never knew what my soul and true purpose was. Mm-hmm. You know, until I got until about 20-ish, 21-ish, you know, mm-hmm. and then I figured it out. And that's, a, that's another thing that plays a part into knowing what you're here to do. And taking that leap of faith because you have to know what you're here to do. Mm-hmm. Some a lot of these people don't know what their purpose is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And they because they don't have a passion to look into it, 
mm-hmm. and see what it really is. Or they just haven't had an aha moment yet. And I think God does that in time. He does it in time frames. It's not always that you're going to know what you want to do. But I think, too, a lot of us do know our purpose. And we don't use it or take those leaps of faith, like you said, morely because we're worried about what people are going to think of us. Yeah. If we fail. Yeah. Or if we go out here and we fall on our face, what our parents might say. Because really, ultimately, it's to make them proud. You know, we're trying to make them proud in the process of doing something that God put us here to do. And a lot of them don't get that because they're not, they weren't born in this time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're more willing to take those risks and fail. Rather than, we, I think that we are more, sit. yeah, we are more expressive too mm-hmm. in this generation. I feel like we kind of can get up and go and feel like, well, if I fail at this, then I can go ahead and do something else. So that way, you know, at least it's not all bad, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like, at the end of the day, I, I want to say that this generation is, is in a way they're stepping outside of the, the box and making things more normal yep. than what it was. Um, yeah. And that's scary. That's scary a lot of the times to, to yeah. go outside of the box and to do things that, you know, you really, yeah, yeah. And then you don't even have advice to go from nope. with that. Nope. You just kind of like going on your own free will. And then, you know, that's just here. Here I am, you know, yep. at this point. Yep. You know, it's crazy. Like. It's crazy discovering what your purpose is. Because it'd it be the farthest thing from what you actually think it's supposed and to be. And what you would expect it to be, though. Yeah. And it's, it's the farthest thing, but it's the most unique thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're thinking, like, damn, God chose me for this. Mm-hmm. This is what you want me to do? Yeah. You see enough in me that I can do this? Dang. You know what I'm saying? And then when you finally discover that this is something that is a gift, it's a passion, it's a purpose, you go for it. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's what makes it it's like a balance for us. It's a fifty fifty it's a fifty fifty balance because we know that if we take this risk we could fall on our face. Mm-hmm. If we don't take this risk then somebody else gonna do it and they and they gonna come up. Mm-hmm. Or somebody else might do it and they and they could excel us. Mm-hmm. So then you gotta figure out how can you approach your plan in a different way. Now granted, everybody can have the same purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it could be it's just the same way of having people that's in the same field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's about what you bring to the table. But yeah. I think it's a 50 cent, 50, 50% chance <laughs> that, you know, either you could fail or you're going to go gusto and you're going to succeed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where a lot of people be conflicted about purpose and some people don't want to know what their purpose is. And because you know that once you know what your purpose is, you have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think people be scared of their purpose mm-hmm. and knowing that they can do so much more. If you can dream it, you can do it. Yep. So with that being said, the dreams that you come up with and that you have, they are literally dreams until you execute the plan and figure out how the fuck can I do this shit. Yep. So with that, I just hope that, you know, you, you literally go on this journey and find who the fuck you are and mm-hmm. what am I here to do. Yep. And that's another thing, like, remember what Erica Badu said? If you got a real pencil, some real paper, write it down and watch shit get real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That That's real. Like, that's truly real. Oh, yeah. Like, people who write down their dreams and write the ins and outs of the vision, mm-hmm. you watch that shit come to life. And I don't think people know, too, that you are literally manifesting your dreams. Mm-hmm. You're literally writing this shit down yep. and watching it work. Yep. Manifesting what the fuck you want, want. to do. Yep. 
And this could be your wildest dream, but at the end of the day, the universe will find a way. Somehow, some way, you'll make a connection in some way, shape, or form if this is what the fuck you're really put here to do. Yep. And you got to remember, too, like, if you don't pursue your purpose, you will be forced to do it regardless. Mm-hmm. And what you don't want is for God to force you to do it. Mm-hmm. Because then that's gonna, it's not going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Because he's putting you in a predicament now where he's going to get his purpose served regardless yeah. of what you do. And you have no choice but to do it. That's That's scary. Yeah, it is. I told my mom, I don't never want to be pushed towards my purpose. <laughs> I want to be in my purpose. You ain't God ain't gonna kick me nowhere. Cause yeah. I'm gonna be right there doing it, doing what I got to do. And if that means I gotta do self-reflection, if that means I have to go inside and figure out how I work and how I move and how things affect me, then that's what the hell I got to do. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to deal with that either when it comes to purpose. Because in order for you to find purpose, you have to know yourself. Oh yeah. You gotta delve into yourself and figure out what you got going on in order for you to even get to that point of even trying point. to figure out yeah. what's your purpose yeah is. you can't just have a purpose and then don't know some part of you yourself know who the fuck you are no. to even be delivering that's a waste of time yeah it is i understand why that works like that yeah because you can't god can give you a purpose at 15 mm. you ain't gonna know what to do with that no you don't even know yourself yet but as long as you're maximizing that shit though yeah, and as long as you're literally delving into the shit that you you think is creative or that really catches mm-hmm. your attention, there's something yep. that really like that that shoots out to you. Yep, I used to have this thing where I went around and asked all my friends, "What is your purpose, mm. and how can I help you reach your purpose?" Mm. Because I felt like I knew mine already. Mm-hmm. So, how can I get these people that are around me that are influence on my life? To know theirs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How can I strengthen them so that they can figure out what their purpose is? Um, And, you know, I've talked it up that some people just really don't know. You know, you can ask them, what are you passionate about? What is it that makes your heart beat fast? What is it that builds your anxiety? What is it that when you see it, you get excited? And this is something that you know that you get excited about all the time. Or you get passionate about all the time. And that's how you can figure out really what it is. Yeah. But you have to pay attention to yourself too. Some mm. people just, they're just going along. They're just flowing along with just life. Just go out here willy-nilly. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> so this is life. This yeah. is what we do here. Yeah. Okay, and then now what? Like, it's supposed to be given to you. And no, 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 no. Unfortunately, you have to find that shit within yourself. Yeah, and that's only going to, if you're flowing around life like that, <laughs> mm, <laughs> I uh, don't know, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I don't, I ain't gonna speak on that. Yeah, just get it together. Mm-hmm. Just, just get be willing. Together. Just be willing to go on a journey with yourself. Yes. And if you aren't able to do that, please allow your time, the ability to be able to grow within yourself, literally. Yep. And I'm telling y'all right now, mm-hmm. Mercury retrograde has started tonight. Okay. This is the perfect time. Go in with the positive attitude, motherfuckers. Yes, until November the 20th. This is the perfect time for you to look inside yourself and say, what it is that I need to change, grow, water, nourish inside of myself, around myself, in order to be a more effective me. And then start asking for your purpose if you don't know what it is. Start asking God to show you what your purpose is. Start asking for your ancestors to show you what your purpose is. So that you can go gusto into that shit when this stuff is over. 
Yeah. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Or you could at least start working on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or at least start finding parts of yourself. Because I'm telling y'all right now, this energy that we getting ready to go into. It's going to be a major shift. It's going to be hard. Yeah. I'm telling y'all right now, positivity has to be the biggest thing that you that you carry with you. And come from within you. Because if you don't see it, then you about to be in a world of hurt. Honey. Yes. Because some, some stuff is getting ready to unfold. Yeah. Past people are getting ready to pop the fuck back up Mm-mm. to test to see how much you have grown. Oh, Lord. The universe is getting ready to test everybody. Ain't nobody exempt. Ain't nobody safe, nigga. <laughs> In that case, okay? Nobody is safe. So, just letting y'all know right now. Yeah, we here to let you know first that, I mean, this is what's coming. So, brace yourself or not. Yes. You know, it's all on you. You got to, like, and just be positive, y'all. Be optimistic. Mm-hmm. I'm a Sagittarius, so I'm all, I'm automatically optimistic by nature. That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. I see the good and everything. Yeah. But I'm not green. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I know how to decipher the good from the bad. But I try to see the good and everything. So this will be easy for me. Okay. It's going to be a cakewalk. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I've grown a whole lot since the last Mercury Retro. No shit. And yeah. getting angry didn't do anything for me. Mm-mm. Getting mad, cutting people off, didn't do shit for me. Now, granted, I grew a little bit in the process of cutting other people off and doing shit that I had to do for my own self-love and self-care. But I'm telling you, being angry during this period is not going to work for you. Nah. It's going to only go against you. Yeah, it will. And the things that you say negatively and positively are going to manifest. It's up to you as to what you think and what you say. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of your thoughts and your actions as well. Yeah, that's a very important. Very important. Mm-hmm. And if you are not, you know, aware of your thoughts, of yourself, and the things that you, you, you know, you want to accomplish. Because I'm going, honestly, I'm just going to be real with you. I'm going into the rest of this year and then ongoing until 2020. As in, I'm already there. I'm mm-hmm. already there. So, I, I just need to work towards what the fuck I, I have my goals set to and what I have going on. Yeah. I'm just working my way up to that. Yeah. Keep your mind, keep your mind busy. That's it. Yeah. Keep yourself busy. Yeah. You know Make what I'm sure saying? you know you got a vision. You got yeah. a vision. Stay steadfast, y'all. Yeah. For sure. It's so important. Oh, yeah. Um. And you got to know... You have to know that it is very important. Kind of like, like she just said, to mind your thoughts. Mind what you what you say. Mind how you react. Mind everything. Mm-hmm. Um, because things that are going to happen in this time and for the rest of your life are not going to always be personal. Yeah. It's not going to always be about what you feel it is or what you think it is. Yeah, some people have very high intuitions and they are right about some things. But that doesn't mean that every situation is going to be based upon whatever you're thinking it is. People have lives, you know what I'm saying? People got things that they're going through. So if somebody say something wrong to you during this time, just brush that shit off. Keep it moving. Don't even give them any time. Don't give them no type of verbal anything. Seriously, you can't, you can't let that shit um, knock you because it will knock you off of your game. And then you feel like, well, damn, what the hell am I even doing this shit for? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't even let that shit get to you. Mm-hmm. That's the whole purpose. This mm-hmm. shit is testing you, trying to see where the fuck your your mind is at. And then on top of that, you just got to make sure that, you know, you, you, you taking the right 
you taking the right uh the right steps. steps towards making sure that you are doing what the fuck you need to do. Mm-hmm. This is all for you because at the end of the day, this these tests and these trials, these tribulations, they are all for you to learn about. And at the end of the day, you can't sit here and you know make it make it about anybody else and your decisions about anybody else. Yeah, you yeah. can't. You just you really can't do that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because everything ain't about you. Mm-hmm. Everything and about what you feeling, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So don't take things personal. Oh yeah, and do do self reflection. Mm-hmm. Look inside of you and say, why did I react to this situation? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This is a time too where y'all can address your triggers mm-hmm. and really start purging that shit. Mm-hmm. Cause it's time, like you really have to start getting that, getting yourself to that next level of stuff where. When people say things or do things to you, and it may have felt like a trigger in the past, that you're not even affected by it now. You know what I'm saying? You got to get to that point. And I know that that's the hardest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I I had a hard time getting rid of triggers, and I know I'm gonna have to get rid of more. So, you know. Oh yeah. It's a lot. It definitely is. It's a lot, but um, I have been following my girl Hood Hiller mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've been listening to her so What's up Imani? Okay. Hey, What's Imani? up? What's up? What's we up? Love you. <laughs> we do. We really do. <laughs> but I've been listening to her and I've really been feeling through a lot of the shit that I've been going through. Yeah. And so you really you just have to find a place in your heart where you transmute that shit. Yeah. Transmute that shit. Get that get that hate up out your heart. Yep. Because at the end of the day that shit ain't doing nothing for you. It's not. It's not. It's not gonna get you nowhere. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's really it's really not. Like Oh no. Oh no, it don't get you anywhere. And then it's just like for what? What are you holding it for? Yeah. Holding that grudge for, holding that hate, holding that, you know, whatever it is that, that's not positive. Holding that against anyone or, or for yourself or what? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? It's in most of the, most of the time, it's shit that y'all don't even have to hold in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I get it. Everybody got their, their thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to hold things in a lot. Because I felt like anytime I opened my mouth. Granted, I was very articulate, but people still didn't want to understand what I was saying. It wasn't that they didn't understand it. They didn't want to understand it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I get it. But during this time, especially if you're older and you've had things from your childhood or things that you went through as a teenager that you're still holding on to, that still trigger you to this day, find a way to confront that stuff and let it go. Oh yeah. Let it out of your heart so that good things can flow into your heart and manifest into your life. That's how you get the things that you want. That's how you get to that next level. When you let go of the old things that are harboring you and that have taken control over your life, that's how you get to the good shit. Period. That's how you get there. And that's real. If you're not making sure that you're doing right by your own self and make sure that you are transmuting, literally, passing that shit through your own self. Mm-hmm. You feel through that shit, you get through it. Mm-hmm. And that's just all we got. That That's just all, I mean, I'm sorry, not that's all we got. But literally, <laughs> that, that's all you need to do, for real, for real. That's you it. don't even have to do, you know, too much thinking about the shit because at the end of the day, it's going to be what it is, regardless. Yep, yep. 
And that's and that's just the way it's gonna be, y'all. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. while y'all in this Mercury retrograde, take some time and not just purge your triggers, but purge people. Mm-hmm. Whoever's necessary to purge, purge them the fuck out your life. They don't have to be there. If you're choosing to keep somebody there that's toxic, mm, that's on you. That's on you. Because you have at 20, same 24 hours that I got to change that narrative if you really want to. Yeah. So, you know, that brings real. us to our, to our next topic about toxic friendships, you know? Yes, and definitely being able to remove people from your life peacefully. Yes. So, that's something that, you know, if you're a bigger person, then it'll be, it'll come easy to you. Mm-hmm. However, if you are not so much of the bigger person all the time, mm-hmm. it's kind of harder mm-hmm. being able to, you know, just let shit be for what mm-hmm. it is and being able to just remove them completely, yeah. you know, because that sometimes you may feel like that you don't even want to remove them from your life just yet. Yeah. But it's time. Yeah. And sometimes it just be that time, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's he neither here nor there because that's a uh, relationship that you have to figure out within yourself, you yeah. know, and within your dynamics of who you're friends with or who your family or who you, you bring into, you know, your circle. Yeah. But. Yeah, because I, I see a lot of times we keep people because I know for me, I kept a lot of people in my life because I was afraid, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to let them go because I was their lifeline. Yeah. I was their strength. Yeah. I was the person that they called when they needed something or when they needed to talk or when they needed me to be around. I was that person. So, you know, it was a little frightening to me to cut people off when I started doing it yeah. because I knew, okay, so what if I leave this person? Or what if I tell them not be, we can't be friends no more and they go kill themselves or they go do something to themselves? It's people out there that really rely on people like that. Yeah, oh my God. You Damn. do have those friends that yeah. are like that. And, you know, because they feel like, damn, well, she stopped being my friend. I already ain't got other people to talk to. Yeah. And now she done cut me off. Now what am I going to do? You have weak-minded people like that. Yeah. But, good, my goodness. As long as you, you know, have the people around you that benefit you in a way that no matter what, you're still going up. Mm-hmm. You're literally still leveling up to where you need to be. Yeah. So, if anybody is here that's bringing you down... You know that that's somebody that you gotta get rid of. It's yeah. no questions asked. Yep. But you know, it's different, different folks, different strokes. You know, different mm-hmm. dynamics. So you gotta kind of let people be. You know, in the spaces they are. But I want to know too, like when is enough enough? Ooh. Because you you gotta kind of know too, like is this shit worth salvaging? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if it's consistently the same thing over and over again and you guys have tried to address it and it still has not changed and you're still trying to give your all to the friendship and they're only giving you a certain part Mm -hmm. when is it enough i feel like enough is enough when you feel like your boundaries that you have set for yourself are literally crossed and they cannot come back from yeah that's when you know this ain't it yeah at all and i just feel like too um Know yourself. Know what you do and don't, or you can and can't put up with. Yeah. Because really, if you if you feel like you know you can put up with a whole bunch of shit, so be it. That's you. That's your friendship. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's a lot of people out here too that don't put up with a lot of shit. And I give you what you received, or you know it's fifty fifty, or it's 
you know, you bring 100 and I bring 100. Whatever the case your your friendship dynamic may be, mm-hmm. then that's what you, you know, you live in or that's what you do. But, you know, some people, they, you just got to know for yourself. Is this what I want to deal with? Is this what I don't want to deal with at the yeah. end of the day? You know? Because that is important. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I'm the I'm the person that God showed me that this person ain't for me. Mm. And then he take he removed the person and I'd be like, God, I still don't see it. Alright, let me show you again, dummy. <laughs> like I'm one I I'll be honest and say that I'm one of those people because <laughs> one, I believe that everything comes in threes. Yeah. And two, because I be trying to like I see the good in people. I be trying to give them a chance. And I think for me too, I see people's potential. Mm. I don't see the body that's standing in front of me. Mm. I see your potential. I see what you can be. Yeah. And that's how I approach every relationship. It's not just about men or my friends. I approach that with my family members. Because it all depends on what I see in you. If I don't see that you're going anywhere, I'm gonna kinda leave you where you at. No love lost. But that be my downfall. You know what I'm saying? I see people potential and I go with potential and I'm learning to not do that anymore because potential doesn't mean that that's what they want for themselves. Yeah. Just because that's what you see, that don't mean that they have it inside of them to actually go out here and get it. Mm-mm. So, uh, I'm sorry. I'm the type of person where I see pe- people for who they are and then I go with that. So if at that point in time, literally your first impression is your best that impression. That too, yeah. Your first impression is your best impression. So, but if you wanted to change the narrative, then by all means you could have. However, I do feel like you know when you are the person that you are when when you come into my life, that's what I take you for, and either I love it or I don't. But you can't say that for everybody. Why not? Because some people flip the switch. And they and do. they show you somebody that they totally ain't they're they're not yeah in the beginning and then that shit don't unfold until six months into the friendship mm. and then you finally see that this person really won't for you Damn. that shit's fucked up it is you know what I'm saying because it's granted granted I'm the female that didn't fuck with females yeah. like that yeah. you know what I'm saying I had my select few in high school mm-hmm. that I fucked with those yeah. were the girls that I messed with and even when I started working it was still the same way. I had my select few that I liked, and I liked who I liked and who I didn't like. I don't. And my mom always said that about me. She said, you just, you are one of those people that like who you like, and whoever you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, because it's ultimately, like you just said, what they give to me when I first meet them. That's why when I take people at face value, I'm going to either observe their action while I'm taking them at face value, or I'm going to give them some time, maybe like a few weeks later. And watch their character. Because mm-hmm. then I can cut you within a month. Yeah. And I ain't got to wait six months. Yeah. But some people don't do that. I'm an observant person, so I do. Because I'm very careful about the energy I put around me. Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah. you know, that can go both ways. Because some people don't even see the signs. They don't see people in the, until six months into a friendship. And they take the mask off like a relationship with a man. Damn. And it's like fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. Because for real, for real, that's the shit that you really don't even be expecting. With people that you are trying to build a friendship with, mm-hmm. you know? And for me, I feel like, damn. Like, if somebody, if somebody if at any point feel like they need to switch and flip the switch. The, <laughs> what do you flip the switch. And feel like they need to flip the script. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like, you know, that's it. Like, we don't really have too much more that we need to discuss. Like, we don't need to hang out. Like, you know, this is what it is. Yeah. And I'm that type of person where I don't feel like I need to, you know, have too many people around me. So, 
if you're doing that, then okay, that's fine. That's all better for me at the end of the day. Right. But I feel like, too, like when somebody flips the script on you and feel like, you know, damn, they upholding one goddamn um, one character and then they're being someone totally different, you know, on another aspect. Like that shit is it, it leaves you in a mind boggling situation where it's just mm-hmm. like, damn, who the fuck is this person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, it does. And. That's what's messed up about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it does put you in that space where you feel like, damn, who is this person? Like, I don't even know you. You know? Right. But right. that's why that's why I check you at the door. Yeah. And we try to be good about it. You know, yeah. me, you, and I'm sure everybody else try to be good about the people that they let into their circle. Oh, yeah. You know, that's good to be able to check who the fuck you have in your life from the door. So yeah. that way it ain't no confusion. And see, for me, my friendships always start the same damn way. Mm-hmm. I'm real, real, mm-hmm. real honest, real raw. Mm-hmm. And most people like that. Yeah. They they like the fact that when I hit you, when I come at you, I'm coming at you in a raw manner. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not sugarcoating nothing. Like, that's just who that. That's who I am in my nature. You know what I'm saying? So... Why would I need to be somebody else if you want to be my friend? No, I'm going to be authentically who the fuck I am. Yeah. And either you're going to like it or you're not going to like it. Yeah. And most people like it because they're like, damn, well, I may not like everything she say because it's too fucking raw, but I respect her for being real. And that's why I want to be her friend. Yeah. Most people look at me like that. Now, granted, have some people had ill will and it's just hell yeah. And that's why I, that's why I think everybody got a motive. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm like that. I got trust issues. I yeah. own it. You know what I'm saying? That's something I'm working on because I used to think everybody had a motive. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got something that they need from you. Yeah. Defense all the way up. Mm-hmm. Wall all the way up. God is up, dog. Yeah. And you can't help that sometimes either. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you try to guard yourself or just be able to be like, you know what? I ain't going through this this time. Mm-hmm. So let's just, let's just figure out something else that's different. Yeah, you know, um, and that could be that could be kind of hard in a way to where it's just like, damn, who the fuck? Like, you know, who can I trust? Like, who yep. can I let in? Like, you know, and it's harder. I'm gonna tell you now, it's so much harder being older now and then making friends. Oh, because yeah. you never know who the fuck you can trust. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and making friends is. I think when you get a certain age, even as a black girl, making friends is hard. Oh yeah, because we have the stigmatism within our our particular race mm-hmm. of women where we automatically are guarded. We're automatically like, somebody look at you wrong. Why that bitch looking at me like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. can't even walk past each other in the street and, and just compliment each other without somebody taking it personal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or not accepting the compliment or at least saying thank you. You know what I'm saying? Some girls... I know me. I'm one of those females. I'm very extroverted. Mm-hmm. So, like, today, I seen a girl going into Texas Roadhouse. She had on a um, schoolgirl outfit for Halloween. And I told her, I was like, hey, schoolgirl, you look so cute. You know, that, da 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 And she just kind of looked at me like, okay, thank you. Damn. Like, okay, bitch. So, you know, and with me, I don't care about that stuff no more. I think I've gotten so used to it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That I take it with a grain of salt and I mm. keep it pushing. You but say your piece and a, it's just it is what it is. Yeah, I just feel like damn. You know what I'm saying? If I went out of my way, because I could have, I could have walked past you, looked directly at you, and not said you were cute. Right. And there's girls out here that do that shit too, and they know you look cute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they just will go out of their way to not give you that compliment, and that's fucked up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because I feel like. What if you were that only person's confirmation for the day that they feel, you know, to make them feel good about themselves? So you holding a compliment in that you could have gave them that would have probably changed their whole day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're selfish. For me, like, even though she didn't accept my compliment, I didn't give a damn. Yeah. I didn't care. I know. God damn. See, it be females like that, yeah. too, though, that make you be like, damn, I ain't saying shit to no other female. Like, But then yep. again, you can't even carry it like that, though, nope. either. You know? I learned not to do that. Yeah. But damn, you know, bitches be hating. You know, they be yeah. on some other, other, other shit. And it's really, you gotta kind of pick your battles and it just be, you know, that. But Yeah, you do. You it do. is hard being able to find friendships and not being able to find but genuinely having friendships yeah you know? and you know it's hard to not find what i call them blood suckers either because mm-hmm. when you dealing with friendships you, you you tend to attract sometimes blood suckers yeah people who will suck the fucking energy out of you oh yeah you'll feel, be feeling good when you you know when you get home from work or something and just Sit down, spark your little blunt, try to watch TV, catch right. up on power, whatever. Right. And then, you, you know, you got Ebony over here or Sally over here calling you and saying, bitch, guess what? What? You you done went back to the same nigga that you told me you was leaving three months ago? Five times ago. Yeah. But okay, honey, let's what? Look, you want? Because it gets to that point where you be like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. Because I know you not calling me to check on me and yeah. make sure my well-being is good. You calling me because you want gossip. Or you calling me because you want to tell me about some shit that you done told me five times already. It's just a different day. Mm-mm. Same nigga, same situation. Y'all got to know when to lay up off your strong friends, too. Because we the ones that are toxic. And we don't we are not the, not the ones that are toxic, excuse me. We are the ones who deal with the toxic people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta learn how to lay up off your strong friends. Check on them. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we be out here dealing with some shit too. And I say we because I'm a strong friend. I know what that looks like. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what it looks like to be completely happy and come home with somebody suck my soul out and I'm sad by the time I get off from home. Right, and you still trying to deal with yourself, and then here you are, you're still trying yeah. to give yourself to someone else. Yeah, another person. Yeah, that you have to invest. Put in. myself on the back burner so that yes. so that I can be this temporary piece for this person. Y'all mm-hmm. gotta stop doing that. Yeah, don't don't drain yourself for that friend. Mm. It and don't it, be worth it, you know. It's not. It don't be worth it because at the end of the day, you are you. You need to invest into you as fully and as as much as you possibly can because literally we need to be so we need to be make sure that we are able to you know be within one and and make sure that we are you know just taking this shit with a grain of salt because friendships are going to be friendships they're going to be you know what the fuck they are you can either take it or leave it you can have the conversation to either get better or not you know and that's that's just where you kind of got to be with it Yep. And it don't have to be, you know, no animosity or no, you know, it don't have to be any ill will to, towards, you know, one another. Because it don't have to be like that. 
Yep. But I feel like us as females, we feel like, you know, it's always a grudge or it's always, you know, some hate or it's always some type of, you know, some underlining something situation. situation yeah. yeah. That most of the time it do be. It do be. Yeah. It may not be with you, mm-hmm. but it is. Right. Because you got to think about it. When you got those friends that are acting crazy and you trying to figure out why the fuck they acting crazy, sometimes it's because they insecure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never sat back and thought that my friends... Were, were friends with me because they needed something from me that they didn't have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I never thought that. I always thought that we were friends because that was just the defined... The bond that y'all had. Yeah, the divine destination. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when I learned that, okay, why do God keep putting the same person around me or the same type of people around me? What is it that I need to be doing? And as much as I was taking it personal because I was like, God, stop sending me all these broken people Mm-mm. with these toxic traits. Mm-mm. I had to realize that it was bigger than me. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That it was a purpose. Oh, yeah. That it was a healing purpose. That those people needed healing. Mm -hmm. And it was something that I had that they didn't have that brought them healing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, that is another thing that people forget about. Oh, yeah. You you can't. It can't be a one-sided friendship. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Don't let it be to a situation to where, you know, you feel like it's just you always giving in the friendship mm-hmm. and nobody else or, you know, your other friend isn't giving anything back. That's yeah. when the line is crossed and you feel like, you know, at the end of the day, like, damn, where do I come in at? Where, where, do, where do my feelings or where, where am I the, you know, somebody that I can just be myself and I can be, you know, as open as possible to you because I'm always the stronger person. I'm always the, mm-hmm. you know, the person that has to just take it, take it, take it, take everything that's, that's you know, that's pushed towards you. And it's just like, yep. that's not right either. No, that's it's not, not right. It's, it's not, not right. It's not right at all. And, you know, I'm always, I've always been the person that always extended the olive branch. Mm. Every time some weird ass energy Pops up in a friendship. I'm the one that extends the olive branch. I'm the one that reaches out first. I'm the one that asks people, are you okay? You need anything? What you need? What you going through? You want to talk? Like, and that shit gets draining after a while. Oh, yeah. Because if, at the end of the day, if you do have weird energy and it's not about me, then why are you directing that shit at me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not telling me that, hey, it's not about you. It's just some person that I'm going through. If you're not saying that physically to me and you're just making me reach out to you to, to extend the olive branch, that's fucked up. And I ain't doing that. I had to realize it was certain people that were doing that to And me. I'm not going to keep on doing that. Let no. me say that. No. Not going to keep on doing that. No. After time and time again, you only got so much chances. And then at that point, it's just like, all right, nah. Nah, nah, nah. You're doing too much, yep. you know? I'm sure it is. Yeah. Niggas don't know when it's when to stop. Oh yeah. Like I just really, you know, I really want to say that not only is it very important, but just being able to know yourself, mm-hmm. being able to know the people that are around you and how they hold placements in your life. Mhm. That's important. Yeah. Because if you don't know that then who the hell what the, what what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Are you evaluating your life for real? Yeah. Are you really evaluating the shit that's going on in your life? Yeah. You know? Exactly. And that goes back to what we said in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It's a, take this time to get to know you. If you feel like anything that we talked about today, y'all have been personally experiencing, 
then step back and take some time for you mm-hmm. and figure out what it is not about that other person forget that other person yeah you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day we all need healing mm-hmm. think about you what can you do different you know what i'm saying not necessarily anything wrong with mm-hmm. you just think about what can i do different to effectively change this scenario or situation Oh, yeah. Or how could I have approached that different? And if you don't find anything wrong, then it's not you. It's that other person. Or if you find that you're always in this situation, ask yourself, why did you get there? Or how did you get there? How did you get there? And how the hell can we change the narrative? Mm -hmm. Being able to to change the dynamic. And, you know, to be able to be in one accordance. Yeah. Because it's so many times where we feel like, you know, we're at this one place and then somebody else is at another place and then you know mm-hmm. now you have to kind of align yourselves together mm-hmm. to make it to make it be you know as one or how how it came up about mm-hmm. um you got to be able to find that place yeah be able to find that place to where find you that know happy medium yeah a happy medium so that way you both it ain't no question to where what you have yeah with that other person the friendship yep. you know whatever it is that you are set to you know with that person yep. make sure that you know who the hell you have around you yep energy is so important mm-hmm. it's something we forget about a lot mm-hmm. but now nah, i can't speak for everybody i can speak for myself i don't forget about energy because that's the first thing i'm looking for yeah but that's a lot of things that other people do forget you know what i'm saying and there's no fault to you mm-hmm. because you're not you're normal you're a human me, I look for energy in the beginning because your energy is going to set the tone for how I be your friend or if we be friends in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I already let you know at the dough if this going to work or if it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let real. you know at the dough. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to waste your time and I don't want you to waste mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing personal to you. It's just a simple fact that your energy has to align. Yeah. With where I'm at or where or who I am. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because another thing about in, matching energy is that you can meet somebody that's going through the same exact time, same exact thing that you're going through in the time of your life, and y'all become friends off the strength of that. But the relationship could fade in different areas. It could fade in another way. Or once that once that thing that y'all have in common, y'all both come up out of it, and mm-hmm. the cycle completes. Then you 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 left with the rest of the friendship, and what are you gonna do with that? Mm, I've actually just seen something like that on Twitter, actually, mm-hmm. and it was so funny because you know some people trauma bond; they mm-hmm. literally bond yep. off of trauma. the traumas that they yep. have, and then once that is transmuted, and literally once you are not having that issue anymore, mm-hmm. or you know you you feel like you're overcoming mm-hmm. that trauma that you 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 once bonded off of, yep. then what? What do you have to, to you know, have as a friendship then? Yeah, because where's your foundation? Where is it? Because if you built this off of the trauma, you ain't going to last. Because you don't know each other. Mm-mm. You only know that one scenario that y'all both bonded over. Oh, yeah. Or that same situation or time in your life that y'all were in when y'all met. Mm-hmm. That's all y'all got. Yeah. Y'all, did you ever take time to get to know each other in the process? Mm-hmm. Knowing how you even got to the place that you in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because in long, if you're going to know how I even got here, you got to know where I came from. You got to know where it started. Oh, yeah. You know? That's important. Yeah. It's That's so important. important. And I think people don't understand that. Like, people don't get it at all that, you know, that's something that's so important. Um, 
But I can say, you know, especially girls and well, and guys too. It is very important for y'all to to know who you got around you. Pick your friends. Choose your choose your friends wisely. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're about in the late twenties, early thirties range, because. I don't give a fuck how old you get. You're going to go through friend problems. You will. Until at least you're about maybe 40, 50. And still, you still going to have problems because you then at that point, you got to know who the hell your friends are. Yeah. You know? I think, you know, I think 40, 50, 60 people your old drama is different. Yeah. It's not like, uh, it's totally different. They fighting over who, who cheating on who hood and, and who keeping who secrets. You know what I'm saying? Right. They fighting over shit like that. They yeah. not fighting over... The energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once you get to that age, you kind of know who the fuck you are at that point. Yeah. So you can't... They they don't have a reason to fight over the energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to either be friends with this person because this is who they've been friends with forever. Yeah. Or if they make a new friend, they're going to bond off of something different. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be necessarily, let me find your energy and make sure you're right. You know what I'm saying? They're not doing all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But they are going to have their problems too. They will. You know what I'm saying? And I think... I definitely think with older people, once you get a certain age, you just like, either you got friends or you don't. And you don't even care about <laughs> You it. don't even care. You don't even care. Because by that time, you done built a family. Mm-hmm. By that time, you know, you still, you either married or you doing whatever the hell it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most people are retired at that age. They live in their life. They're not worried about making friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They worry about their grandkids and their kids and, and their husband if they're married. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> their household. That's right. That's right. You know. You know, it's hard either way being able to have friendships, I feel like. Um, but one thing for sure, make sure, like I said, that you are in tune with oneself. Yep. You make sure that you are knowing the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. No, Make sure that you are knowing the, the you know, type of relationships, the bonds, you know, what they carry. Yep. And how much you can take. Yep. Because at the end of the day, you're the only person that got to deal with that. And, you know, you know how much you can take. And don't be like me. (laughs) Listen to God when he show you some shit. Yeah. Especially if that's what you ask for. Most definitely. Listen to him. He he's answering your 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 request mm-hmm. clearly. Mm-hmm. If he's show, if he done something that you asked him to, do, you say God remove this man out of my life because he ain't no good to me, and he remove that man. Don't take your ass back. Right. There's a reason why you why he did it. Yeah. You asked for it in the first it. place. You asked for it, and I'm a believer. And don't ask God for what you don't want him to do for you. Don't ask for it. If you don't want him to really do it, don't do it. Because God is very particular. Very particular. When you asking for somebody or asking for something, you have to be very specific as to what you ask because whatever you ask for, that's what you're going to get. Okay. So, if you know you ain't ready to stop that friendship with that person that could be toxic, maybe they just going through something in their life and you know maybe we could work on this, we could salvage it, don't ask God to remove that person from your life if you're not ready for that. Period. Don't be. Don't ask for what you're not ready for. Period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that shit can come to life and when it come to life, you will do nothing about it. Yeah. So please don't be one of those people either. If you ask God for something, stand in your front, stand in your right of you asking for it because there's a purpose as to why you're asking for it. In the first place. Don't backtrack. Don't yeah. backpedal. You know what I'm saying? Because there's probably a reason why you're asking for it. Mm-hmm. In the first place. Yeah. yeah. And if you put yourself back in that traumatic, toxic situation, then that's on you. You can't blame God for that. Right. You can't blame nobody for that but you. Yeah. 
that was my little tidbit on that. I wanted to give y'all that because I'm like, I had so many people, I ain't gonna do this and he did it now I want it back. No, don't retract your statement now because you shouldn't have asked for it. That's not what you wanted. Yep, and if that's what you asked for, then this is what, you know, the universe hears everything yep. that you put out. So yep. just be aware of that. Yep. Be aware. Yep. All right, and that just brings us to the conclusion of our episode three, and this is A, a Daily, Daily Vibe. Vibe. And we are signing off. Peace. Peace. Still wins.